Hello there and welcome to this week's episode of Sunday to Sunday. Hello and welcome back to our Hello. podcast, Sunday to Sunday, episode 54. It's crazy. 54. 50. 54. 54. Yes. That awesome man that you just heard is none other than Pastor Anthony Braswell. Boop, 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 boop. Sporting some... Like 54. No. no, no. He's sporting some uh, awesome glasses uh, today. Thank you. Yeah. My readers. Your readers. <laughs> you oh, look God. even more intellectual than usual. Looks very good. Thank you. Thank very good. You. Also on the podcast with us today is none other than Stephanie Nobles. Hi. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> oh. And your host. Jonathan Anthelancy. Are you taking a nap? No, I'm phone close. Oh, I thought you were getting ready to lay down. No, my son is out of school today. And so he was like, hey, I really need to do some laundry. I was like, go after it. And so he starts the laundry and has to go to basketball practice. And so there you go. I am folding oh, my son's laundry. There you go. (laughs) Last week's episode, we left you guys on a cliffhanger uh, regarding whether or not you could uh, use a Reese's cup instead of a Hershey's bar in a s'mores. And we are um, we're going to have that video for you guys to see how it actually turned out. The test. Um, I think you'd be very surprised if you want to try it at home. So uh, we'll have that link down in the show notes to uh, check that out to see the results. I'm going to tell you. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. It's it's s'mores either with the Hershey bar and peanut butter or s'mores with using just a Reese's. I totally want to say I enjoyed the experience though. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Very good experience. I do want to point out a fun fact brought to our our attention by Sunday to Sunday listener, Amy Damone. Shout out to Amy. Um, Reese's is owned by Hershey. So technically the chocolate is the same, even though we said last week on the podcast that it was a different type of chocolate. Come on now. Maybe maybe there's a little bit of a difference in the recipe, but definitely the proportion. So... Hershey owns Reese's? Yes. Well, that is wow. unfortunate. Maybe, maybe, maybe they bought them out, but they still do it differently. Maybe. Wow. Anyways. <laughs> Has it always been the case? Like, did it start like that or they? Yeah, I think it's like, you know, how there's so many different things that are actually part of the Pepsi company, but mm-hmm. they're not all actual Pepsi Cola. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? It's something like that or how there's different things that are part of Procter and Gamble or I don't know. Gotcha. Okay. Other company well, we name here. about something so, more important than chocolate? What Jesus? And that's all I can think of. Amy Damone. <laughs> yes. She is amazing. And okay. I like Amy Damone a lot more than I like chocolate. And shout <laughs> out to Amy Damone and her oatmeal cookie that she uh, fixes oh, for me on occasion. My word. Um, but Amy is an amazing person and a very dedicated listener to the podcast. 
Yes. So very um, much. Shout out to Amy DeMoach. Amy DeMoach should be on this podcast. What are we yes. talking about? Yes. Well, oh, wow. I was there about to say, I think we had talked about we're going to have some guests this coming year, more guests than ever. And she'll definitely have to be one of them. Right, right. Because she has lots of great things to say. And she's one of the funniest people I know. So right. she's so good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And until yeah. we're able to have her up here, if there's anyone from North Park that does follow her on uh, on Instagram, she does uh, really cool stories about things that she tries to cook, and it's like a it's like a whole experience. It's like you're right there with her. She tries like a new thing, and then it goes all the way to the end result and how it turned out, and it's just very like detailed. So, yeah, yeah. I'm in a life group with her. And she, once a month or once every six weeks or so, we do cooking with Chef Amy and she teaches us all how to do a new recipe and it is delightful. That is amazing. So if that you're not in awesome. a life group, that's the kind of stuff you're missing out on, you know, diving deeper into the word and that's learning right. how to cook scrumptious treats. <laughs> so. Taste that's, and see the Lord is good. Yes. That's a good word. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, uh, wow. Um, well, to go into our next segment, Pastor is going to sing uh, what it is. The title of our next segment is <clears throat> Tell Me Something Good. Like bow, bow. Oh, tell oh. me, tell me, tell me. All right. I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that was delightful, you guys. Steph, we're going to start with you because you have the coolest looking hairdo of all three of us. Oh, so, my gosh. You <laughs> um, got an updo today. If updo. you are... Obviously, you can't see us. This is a podcast, but um, he's being very sarcastic. Uh, <laughs> I'm really not. I don't know if that's a bad one. I think it's good. It's oh, better than my you. hair currently. So is that considering an updo? So well, a half updo. Half of my hair is on top of my head in a messy bun, and that pretty much describes Mondays most of the time. <laughs> so it's great. Your 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 you have a, what's called a messy bun. Yes. It's like organized chaos, honestly. <laughs> I got you. I don't know Dude. why it made me think of a cinnamon roll. I'd like a cinnamon roll right now. Yes, that also would be delightful. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> to tell tell you something good, um, I had a great weekend. I, I got to see my parents, um, which is the first time I've seen them since Christmas. And um, it was good. It was just good to spend a little time with them safely and um we had a valentine's dinner together and it was a nice visit so that was good and um i got to go around a little bit on sunday even though it was a little dreary outside and drop some treats off to some friends and to some little kids little some tiny humans in my life um for valentine's day and it was nice to be able to just see people from afar to wave at them for a second it was nice um, so that was it good. is nice when you see somebody you haven't seen in a while. I saw uh, somebody the other day that uh, that's a part of North Park that I really haven't seen in a long time. And when I saw him, it just truly made my heart. Like, I was just like, yeah. wow, it's so good to see people. It's your love. Like, you know you miss people, but then until you see them in person like that, it's like, oh. Yeah. It's a, it's a whole yeah. different feeling. So. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Anyways, but yeah, I had a good yeah, week. We're going to get to see a lot of people soon. Yeah, we are. We are. We have a worship event for North Park coming up on Thursday, February 25th at 7 p.m. We're going to be meeting at the Life Point Church campus on Durant Road here in Raleigh. Super excited about that. Um, information going out 
uh, tomorrow actually and how you can sign up for that event. It's free, but we're capping it at 100 people just to keep everybody safe and distanced and everything. It's gonna be a time of worship and prayer um, in person. So we're excited about that. And our outdoor services on Sunday morning start back on Sunday, March 7th, and will be every other week um, right now through the end of May. So that may change, we may up it, we may have to change some things around, but we're gonna take it one day at a time and we're excited about doing that. <laughs> yeah, very good. Well, I'm glad you had a good weekend. Thank you. How's, how's, how's Susan and Dal doing? They are doing really great. Um, they have just been doing some work around their house. They're both retired, so they're enjoying that retirement life. <laughs> Um, going back and forth between their home in Kinston and in Emerald Isle and just enjoy, enjoying that, just taking it easy. And those two people are some of the hardest working people I know. And they, they worked very hard their entire lives. I never saw anything different. They made time for family and people and they worked hard at what they did and did it with excellence and now they are reaping the benefits and enjoying that retirement life so i'm really excited for them <laughs> they're sweet they're awesome yeah y'all tell me something good i want to hear about it <laughs> what about you pastor jonathan what do you know good something i can tell you that's good right now is that i'm now entering into a season where my dog Kyrie is like starting to mellow out Oh, wow. I don't have to chase her around the island like every night. Uh, she's not like going crazy. Now, she does bark at the person who comes and collects trash uh, about every night. That's that's still... So she's protective, but it's not like she has all this crazy energy and she can't just be... Uh, I mean, she is a pandemic puppy, so it's, it's been hard to kind of socialize her with people. Anybody she sees, she kind of just kind of shudders, you know. But um, yeah. as far as... used to wearing the mask. Um, seeing people with a mask or oh your dog's not wearing a mask I'm not supposed my to put my dog's not supposed to be wearing a mask <laughs> don't you care about her John I'm just kidding <laughs> now she does she does have a muzzle I don't know if that's what you're referring to <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> I feel like oh no I was about to say something uh, like, we probably should switch that for some people like yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know some people that are wearing a mask who should be wearing a mug yeah <laughs> just kidding uh, we yeah. love everyone also yes. to god in us <laughs> yeah so quality of life here has been much better because she's just good. yeah she's good she, she's not chewing up as much thing she did actually chew up my uh favorite hat we can't you be sponsored by bicycle world anymore oh, oh no, no. short-lived like, nope. sponsorship for sure it really that was, was. It was my fault. I left it on the couch, so you know. But other than that, she's been great. So How was that's something good. What'd you do fun this weekend? I went home. I visited with uh, my family. I hadn't. It's been a while since I've seen them. And then also uh, Jordan uh, Portella. Since we're doing everything remote right now, as I was coming down and visiting, he had asked if I would want to uh, fill in on drums. And so I played drums for him at at Pikeville Church. And uh, it was it was it was great. It's good to see uh, people all together in one place worshiping the Lord, uh, and hopefully that's something we see happen sooner than later as we get into twenty twenty one. You know, it's been almost a year since our serial Sunday. That was our yeah, last in person. Like I want to do that more. Like and so I, 
Yeah. So I mean, hopefully first in person. Like I feel like our first in person, we should have cereal somehow. It is. It's National Cereal Day that day. So we're having little individual boxes. There you go. Milk cartons and stuff. So if you show up, you get a free breakfast. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I had a good weekend. We actually, me and the kids, we've um, we've enjoyed going down to the beach a lot. Um, we've not been able to take a, a winter coat off while we've been at the beach, and it rained the entire time we were there. But uh, I don't know, something peaceful about that. So we've been doing that a little bit more lately. And so we rode down to Oak Island and hung out with some friends there uh, that we haven't seen in a while and um, had a really good time as a family. And so uh, that was that was really good. Uh, also, my son is uh, getting uh, news back from all these colleges that he applied to. And so uh, so that's been kind of exciting, having conversations about where he might end up in the future. And so little prayer uh, request there. You guys pray for my son. So as he figures out where he's going to spend the next four years of his right. life. Of course. And pray for the colleges because one of them is going to be dis- – well, all of them, but one's going to be disappointed and not have them. So. Well, we're also getting scholarship info back, so y'all pray somebody shows us the money. (laughs) (laughs) Micah is the type of kid who's going to do great wherever he goes. And so, um, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to pray very hard and intentionally for him. So, Thank you. He's excited. He's... um, which, which hopefully, as this podcast airs, will still be in playoffs. But our first playoff game is Tuesday, night before this podcast airs. So hopefully if they win that first playoff game, they'll still be playing. So that's exciting. So we're kind of yeah. the end of his senior season. Uh, and so that's been fun. Lots of good stuff happening. You know what so, else is good, Jonathan? Yes. Uh, this past Sunday's message was really good. <laughs> Uh-huh. I got lots of positive feedback from Sunday. And Good. all the feedback was not about content. It was they liked my shirt. <laughs> I got a lot of people that were like, that shirt, I like it. I like that shirt. Except for Todd Tallarico, who said that he, he was giving him seizures. Why did he say that? I didn't I don't understand know. that. I don't know. I was confused I about that. a bunch of texts that I got. We I got so many wonderful and sweet and encouraging texts, and then I got some that I was so confused about. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I even a couple of people sent me text messages, and I'm like, I don't even know what's happening right now, and I'm just like, thanks. <laughs> talking about it's like I don't know, but yeah, did it have a lot of dots. You sure? It, it did have small. Yeah, that's dots, probably why. But- but I didn't see it. Like when yeah. I watched it on, it, I didn't feel like it was bouncing or anything. I've got some I shirts either. that I intentionally stay away from because I know it would play with your eyes on camera. But right. um, do you think he was talking about my shirt since it was so bright pink? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> maybe he was watching it from like an old four three television set, and it just couldn't handle <laughs> the four K. <4K. laughs> maybe that says more about his TV than my shirt. Well, we have some questions that need answers, so we'll report back next week. We're going to do some uh, investigation and report back next week uh, on all these. If my shirt texts. was causing you, um, what did he call? He called grand it. He said he was having seizures. grandma seizures. So if my shirt causes you grandma seizures, would you let us know so I can put that shirt in the don't wear it on camera uh, pile? <laughs> 
What's funny? Well, it's not really funny, but it a little it is a little bit like I had Siri read the text out loud because I was doing something and it's it sounded like she said grandma seizures and I was like, This is terrible. What is he talking about? <laughs> anyway. I will tell you, uh like these are like we'll call them church online props. You know how people say first world props? These yes. are church online props, okay? So we go to a store this weekend that had so a killer deal on shirts. And um, it's summertime, so I thought, well, it's getting, it's, it's summertime's coming. And so I started thinking, well, I might need some new shirts to wear, you know, they're a little bit more summery. And so I bought these shirts and so, um, and I'll tell you, they were $24 a piece. I was so happy about them. Like these were good shirts, $24. And I like the deal. And literally me and my kids stood there trying to pick out shirts, not that look good on me or not that, you know, whatever, but that would look good on that brown wall that I have to stand in front of to record. Like literally, I'm, I'm trying very to match proud my of you clothes <laughs> to the uh, train station. So that's, that was what was funny. So, um, so. Well, when we first started like when y'all first started filming out there i'm like remember don't wear red or orange and then take a blue and then take a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like all the things it is uh, it is like stuff you don't normally think about for sure yeah so we acknowledge everybody that tuned in sunday that was just enamored and drawn in by pastor shirt uh, and we also were enamored by his content. So there's the aesthetic and then there's the content. And uh, we're going to go right into that right now. Pastor, uh, as we closed out this series, uh, you were uh, speaking of a, a personal uh, story that really um, was a, a good analogy going into uh, the story of Job. You know, you, you said in a moment, life can take a drastic turn. You know, just in, in a second, we just never realize uh you know, how, how things can just quickly change. And as we look in the story of Job, he has everything together. You know, he, he, he has everything he could possibly need. And to, I mean, in a sense, to test his, his faith, he just starts losing things. He starts losing family and property and all these things. And he was in a, a, a place of lamenting. You know, you focused on that word, lament, to feel loss, sorrow, or regret often expressed in a physical way, which he did. It was just kind of a, if you think you don't have a good life, go back to the book of Job and uh, know that you have it much better, you know? Um, and so just to start off, uh, as followers of Christ, why should we have a better understanding of lament, like the action of lament, lamenting? Because I think we're going to end up, you know, in one way or another kind of dealing with it. So what's What's, why should we be encouraged to know what that is so we're better prepared for when that time comes for us in our lives? I think a lot of this, we don't know how to deal with grief. We don't know how to deal with pain and we don't know how to deal with loss. Um, I'm reading a book right now. It's kind of like a grief handbook kind of thing. And, and, it, and it gives this great little parallel, like when we're kids, um, you know, let's just say for instance, you lose, you lose a pet, right? Your goldfish dies, you know, whatever. And, and immediately as a child, like we are taught things like, and not everybody, it's not, it's not a, this is a very general statement, right? Not every family did this, uh, but, but many people um, heard things like, well, if you're gonna cry, you need to go to your room. And what does that say to us? You have to deal with your pain and your grief and isolation. Uh, we hear mm -hmm. things like, um, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't cry over that. You know, like that's not something to be so upset about. 
so what what does that teach us that our feelings don't really matter or that uh, what we experience or, or what what emotions we're going through um, we, we something's wrong with us for having those types of emotions and that response you know to that situation um, you know we're, we're also taught things like well we'll just get you a new one we'll get a new goldfish we'll get a new puppy right and so we're taught like to just replace things and not really deal with the pain, the loss and the grief, but just replace it or um, just kind of distract ourselves with other things. So we don't actually have to deal with it. So we're really never taught how to deal with these things. And then they hit you out of nowhere and you have no skills or tools in how to deal with it. And so I, I love that the Bible gives us these these snapshots or windows into people's lives where we see that they did deal with their pain and their grief. I mean, if you want to look at somebody who really knows how to lament, just read through the Psalms, right? You know, think about David. I mean, he's high one minute, not high, but he's on it. He's excited one minute. <laughs> and then the next minute, um, you know, it's God, where are you? You know, you've and, and so it's just this really honest expression of his pain, his grief, his excitement, his joy. And, and, and it just kind of lets us know that that's okay for us to experience that. Because what we typically do when we face that kind of pain is we just push it down. I use words like we swallow it or we try to run from it. Mm -hmm. And as I said Sunday, you cannot outrun grief grief will catch you eventually and 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 you you've got to deal with it and the problem is we just don't know how i hear i've heard people say before like it's so easy for us to try to just move on and yes we need to move forward we can't just stay stuck in a place but we need to heal as well we need to process as well and not just kind of veer this way to like just be rid of the problem you know what i mean there's something that can be learned and um internalized and built upon when we deal with our grief when we actually take time to lament and and do that well and you know i think what happens a lot of times is we just try to move forward or avoid the situation altogether, and um, we find out, and we think we're okay, and we're doing okay, and then something will happen, like you said, things happen in the instant, and we realize, oh, we really, we really not, we really didn't deal with that well, or we really are not healed from that. We are, we didn't really take the time. Like it kind of bubbles back to the surface, and so um, I think that happens sometimes too, which can be just as bad. Like we, we've got to to deal with those things, process those things well, bring it to the Lord, but take the time to do so and then yeah. um, continue to move forward. Because you can yeah. busy yourself. You oh, can yeah. distract yourself. Yeah. And and that is one way of um, avoiding your grief, but it's not a way to deal with it. And I think a lot of people, that's their way of dealing with it, but they're not dealing with it. They're just avoiding it. It's like emotional procrastination pretty much. Yeah, it is. Um, I wrote a couple of words down today, just in my quiet time. Um, I wrote, and, and I'm just being honest. These are these are things that I feel um, suspended animation, um, disoriented, 
Like that's the way I feel. I feel like I'm standing still in the world spinning around me. And I'm just like, what is happening? You know, and you try to move forward in the middle of that, but it's like, I just feel dizzy sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, like everything around me is spinning and, and you just can't ignore all that stuff. I mean, you got to deal with it or you'll never move forward. Right. You do get stuck, but I don't know. That's the way it feels, but it's disorienting at best. And I, I think what you both touched on is, is really good because either for people, like you said, I think in the beginning, the very first week pastor is that some people can have grief that may sound, you know, very close to what you're dealing with and be something completely different, you know, just be a different thing. And so it's not, it's not a matter of when, but if, you know, this like, it's going to happen eventually. And I think we need to be prepared to deal with it. So, um, on the flip side of that, you know, we do have hope. Um, also some verses you shared, um, was from Second Corinthians chapter four, and it says this in verse eight: "We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get kicked down, but we are not destroyed." And then verse sixteen says, "That is why we never give up, though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day." So you know, we kind of talked about the realness of lamenting. It's an actual thing; you can't avoid it. You know, it's like avoiding avoiding how to deal with grief and pain it is essentially like trying to get rid of unwanted uh, plants and just like picking up at the weeds and not pick like ripping it up from the root not dealing with the problem and so uh, to close out um, you know to those who are in grief or those who you know may eventually you know deal with that what encouragement are we able to offer from these words that we read from Paul in second uh, Corinthians I think it's as simple as one sentence. Grief and peace can exist at the same time. Grief and peace can coexist. And I mean, I think that's the reality of it. Grief is dealing with this, and, and you're exactly right. It's not just about losing uh, a spouse or a loved one. You know, this grief book that I that I just referenced, this and, and Stephanie can help us with, with putting it in the show notes, um, but but this book was written um, for those who are dealing with cancer, for those who are struggling with faith, uh, those who have PS, PTSD. Um, I mean, it's not just about death. Like it's like grief. Grief comes from so many different places, and so it's not just someone who's who's lost someone. But it's 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 those who have lost relationships, those who have lost jobs, those who have, you know, ha had to to pivot in, in in the midpoints of their life, those who are dealing with aging parents. I mean, there's just so many different things that would cause people to deal with grief. Um, but grief is grief, and and it's and and that's what's common. It's not necessarily uh, what caused it, but it's the outcome of it. Um, that we have in common. Yeah. Um, Christine Kane, she's pretty well known Christian author, speaker, minister, <coughs> excuse me, around the world. And she posted two days ago on Instagram this quote that really touches on what you just said. It says, I pray the peace of God that surpasses all understanding would guard your heart today. The kind of peace only God can give. It makes zero natural sense because it's supernatural. 
It doesn't mean you're unaware of the severity of the situation. It means you have peace in it. And I think that's so true, especially, you know, with this past season, dealing with grief and those types of things. And again, everybody's dealing with it in different ways and feeling it at different levels and times and all that kind of stuff. But to, but to also to very much feel God present in, in the middle of that, it's kind of weird and wonderful all at the same time because you're, you're, you're experiencing him in a new way that you never have before. Um, sometimes he feels like he's holding you. Sometimes you feel like you're in the same room, but he's on the other side of it. Um, yeah. And, but he's there. And that's the thing. It's like, just like you said, Pastor Anthony is like, you have grief, grief, but you can have peace at the same time and they can exist. Um, and what our prayer is that the peace just overwhelms the grief time after time. So. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, we look forward to uh, we look forward to this upcoming week. Like I said at the beginning, we uh, concluded this series, and if you have not been able to uh, stay in tune, uh, we we invite you to go to our podcast or YouTube and and really go back and 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 listen in on these these uh, these past few weeks because it's been really good uh, advice uh, from Pastor and in the Word on how we can uh, better pursue uh, that touch from the Lord. Um, and so this upcoming week, we have a, a, a new uh, series we're starting, Pastor, um, Win the Day. Win the Day. And uh, if you want to give us a little preview of that, uh, we'd love to uh, let our listeners know what to expect this Sunday. Absolutely. Win the Day is actually based off of a book by one of my favorite authors, Mark Batterson. And it's all about how to win, win the day. Like I say all the time, don't count your days, but make them count. And he actually gives seven very specific things that we can every that we can do every day to make the most of those experiences. Uh, one of the things we're going to talk about in week one is the fact that time is measured in minutes, but life is measured in moments. And so we're going to talk about how to get the most out of every moment, every single day, uh, so that we can live on purpose, the purpose for which God has created us for. So I think it's going to be a great series, and um, I, I encourage everybody to dive in. Me too. That's awesome. I just got my book just came in the mail, so I'm excited to dive in and then also dive into the series. So I have a funny story. Uh, I can't even remember who this was that said this to me, but I guess we were talking about when the day a little bit on the podcast last week, and. I don't know if we were saying it really fast, but they thought we were saying Wednesday and they're like, I, I thought it was a metaphor. Like when you're right in the middle of something, like, <laughs> Wednesday, no, when the day, when <laughs> the day. Uh, so, yeah. Well, we're going to close out this episode with our segment of right now, right now, yeah. right now. Yeah, before before we end things today, you guys don't cry out there, listeners. I know you're sad to not be hanging out with us anymore after these <laughs> next few minutes, but I do want to hear right now, and this should be something useful, hopefully. We'll see what happens. But um, this week, I want to talk about a life hack or some kind of trick, tip, whatever that makes your life better, all of our lives better, that you guys are using right now or you've used recently. So right now or right recently? 
Okay, I don't feel like mine are good, but I'm just going to throw them out there. And so okay. I'm sorry if they're not as helpful. If it helps one person. <laughs> right, yeah. So so one of mine is, um, I think we've been talking about on this podcast, but I, I have fallen in love with cooking uh, mm-hmm. over the last few months. And I use a service called HelloFresh because yeah. I love to cook, but I hate to go to the grocery store. And I also struggle to pick out meals because we often cook the same things over and over again. But I like HelloFresh because you log on to their website and they give you all of these choices and you can choose your meals for the week and they send you everything that you need to cook that meal. And it just takes all the things out that I don't enjoy, except the cleanup. I wish somebody would come clean it up. But other than that, um, so, so first of all, so HelloFresh is somewhat of a hack for me. It just takes, takes the planning, um, and makes it easier and, and the prep as far as like shopping and makes it easier. It comes straight to the door. Um, then the other thing that I've learned in that same, um, vein of thought is I'm having to cook and, 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 and chop a lot of stuff and getting the things that I chop into the actual pan to cook it is actually hard because my cutting board was this large cutting board you know what i mean like it was pretty large like a tray and it was great for the cutting but then trying to scoop things off or try to um like like um what would you say just not slide it yeah slide it into the pan it goes everywhere i can never do that successfully (laughs) And so I found a flexible cutting board so that when yeah. I cut it, I can pick it up and kind of funnel it straight into the pan or straight into the bowl or straight into the pot. And that like flexible that. cutting board is magical. <laughs> and like it that. takes up so much less room in the, in the dishwasher. That's true. Man, I like it. Work, work smarter, not harder. <laughs> yeah. So. That's, good. That's all that I have. The I'm other thing link, that I I'm have I'm going to link is, that cutting board in the show notes. <laughs> okay, awesome. The other thing I have is pick out all of your clothes for the entire week. If you have to iron them, iron them, do whatever you have. Get them ready on Sunday night. And then for the rest of the week, your gym clothes are picked out. Your meeting clothes are picked out. If you're speaking on Sunday, it's already picked out. And you don't have to make any other important decisions about your wardrobe the rest of the week. I love to do that. Wow. I mean, I can try it, but I'm very like, how do I feel this morning? (laughs) I always add two extra outfits in case I want to go in a different direction. Oh, okay. I like it. Prepared. That's good. Those are good hacks. Even if I feel like I need to go in a different direction, I'm already planned for it. I like it. I like it. Jonathan, what about you? I... I think mine could potentially be a theoretical hack because I don't know the legitimacy of it. You know, sometimes things like are just said enough that people believe it. So I was told that there, I never knew that there was a difference between a shiny side and a dull side of aluminum foil. And apparently, as I've been told, I don't know, but there's an actually correct side that you're supposed to place down on the food because since it's reflective, it helps keep the heat in better than the other side is what i was told so if that's true then there's a hack 
Oh, I don't know. I've never okay. paid too much attention. I don't, I don't know, but if it is in fact true, I don't use aluminum foil correctly because I always put the dull side down. I did know there were two different sides, but I always put the pretty side up. I didn't know. I didn't understand it because they're both shiny. It's just one's less shiny. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. see it. You can see the We're difference. We're going to have yeah. to do some serious research on this. Yeah, it's like shiny and matte, I think. But they both kind of have a little bit of sheen, so technically yeah. they're both shiny. So yeah. I was confused when I saw that. I was like, oh. Definitely one that's more of a matte finish, yes. Yeah. So? Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Go. We're going to look that up and we will report back next time. Um, my hack that I've used recently is a also a food hack. It's a brownie hack. Um, I had read a couple of different people that are not connected um, talk about this hack when they're breaking, breaking that too, but baking brownies. Um, they make the brownies just like normal, eight by eight pan, pop it in the oven, um, bake it for 15 minutes, take it out of the oven for 15 minutes, and then put it back in for 15 minutes. And something about that time where the brownies are out of the oven and they cool down a little bit it does something to the brownies chemistry i don't know but they are like the most fudgy delicious brownies and they last like for the rest of the week just like that and i tried it the other night i got good reports i liked it great i'm gonna try it again and see what happens but turned out good in my opinion so yeah bake it for 15 minutes take it out for 15 minutes put it back in for 15 minutes um, is this one of those experiences like in the Bible where it says and they were all in one accord because like we're all talking about food and we didn't previously talk about I that? I think so too. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Oh, and I thought of yeah. a bonus hack. With brownies, once you take them out of the oven, like immediately if you'll cut them with a plastic knife, then they cut perfectly and they don't like crumble up. Basically, everybody go so make brownies right this now. week, okay? There you go. You heard it here first, folks. If you wanted to get some hacks and know whether or not we are hungry, the answer is yes. Send us yeah. your hacks. Yes. Stephanie's going to give a gift card to the person with the best hack. <gasps> yes. Nice. After we also do an Amazon gift card. So let us know at info at discoverednorthpark.com, or you can leave us a five-star review on Apple um, and mention what your favorite hack is, and we will send you a prize. And until then, we'll see you next week. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Just a reminder for our listeners, we release these episodes every Wednesday, and we want to thank you for tuning into today's podcast. For more information and links to resources mentioned in today's episode, visit northparkrdu.com and click on the podcast page. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Join us every Wednesday for new episodes of Sunday to Sunday.